Welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. My name is Dr. Brooklyn Storm and I help private practice owners align their business back with their soul's calling, with their big vision and with their soul's purpose. Unlike other private practice coaches, I've traveled the world in search of spiritual resources, spiritual tools, education and information so that you can have the transformation that your soul desires and needs so that you can up-level your business. How much fun is this? I love it so much. Guys, if you're not already a member of the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group, please check out the show notes. I would love for you to be there. In the meantime, thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Good morning, everyone. Happy, well, it's Thursday because I'm a day behind because yesterday, huge day here. It was bucketing down with rain and the clouds and the sky and all this sort of stuff. And uh, the Wi-Fi was dropping in and out. And uh, I recorded my podcast, but didn't get to upload it. So anyway, I'm recording it again and it's Thursday morning and big stuff has happened here because uh, late in the afternoon yesterday, guess what? I had new curtains installed. Now, I know this sounds really boring, but this is going to lead to something good, I promise. So anyway, as you know, we've sort of um, moved into this new space in Mount Eliza about nearly coming up to 12 months ago. But anyway, the curtains in a lot of the rooms didn't have any backing on them, right? Which is really annoying because it means that the sun, like, da 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 da. Anyway, um, they don't hold the, the, I turn on the air conditioner, I turn on the heater, and the heat or the cool just goes out the windows because the curtains and, you know, da 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 da. Anyway, I've been waking up with the sun every morning, which is kind of good, but some mornings kind of annoying because you want more sleep. (laughs) And uh, mum, you know, her bedroom didn't have any backing on and um, the sun rises. So on on her side of the house. And so every morning for years, she's been trying to deal with the sun. I don't know why she never changed it, but she just didn't. Anyway, as you know, like I'm looking after her at the moment and it just kind of dawned on me, hey, Uh, I wonder if we just replaced the curtains with ones with backing on, if this would help her get a better night's sleep, right? Because she's whatever. I don't want to go into too much information. Anyway, um, she's up and down all night and blah, 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 and gets up at the crack of dawn because she can't sleep because of the (laughs) the sun. So anyway, the curtains arrived yesterday and oh my gosh, this morning my alarm went off and my room was in pitch black darkness. Like I couldn't see my hand in front of my face, which was amazing. But like it really affected my circadian rhythm because now that like this morning, I didn't wake up with the sunrise. Um, It's just been like my body was just like, I want to continue to sleep. And so that was the first thing. And then I noticed when I got up this morning that guess who was still asleep? And I'm not talking about Gabe. Mum was still asleep. And I was just like, yeah the angels were singing because I thought at last she's getting a good night's sleep and that felt so 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 good and then I came into the study here and I had to replace the curtains in the study and the guy said to me when he was installing them you know would you like them standard or dramatic and you know me I go oh dramatic would be great so he put them on these really long um they're pinch plate curtains and he put them on a really long track for me so that um the curtains, when they're fully open, almost sit, they just cover the frame on the edge. 
And it's so cool. It's like I've got the whole window and there's like all this extra light and oh, just in such a good mood. I'm so happy for mum. I'm so happy for me. Like it's just, it's so, 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 so good. But it got me thinking about, um, you know, what do we want to record the new <laughs> podcast on? Because yesterday's one doesn't seem as relevant anymore. So I've had a quick look uh, at some of the questions that have come through and there is a little bit of a pattern with one. So we're going to focus on that today. And that is how to, oh, uh, where are we? Where are we? Okay. Yeah. It's, so it's all about referrals and we're talking about, um, in the ACPPO, we're talking all about marketing and how to get more referrals for your practice. And a number of people have shared that one of the things that they feel they may be struggling with is, you know, they hold off on marketing because they're worried that they're going to get inundated with work. And this is so, 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 so important to discuss, right? Because there are always going to be two sides of the coin. So one side of the coin is I don't have enough referrals and I really need them. And the other one is I don't have enough referrals, but I'm kind of afraid to get them. <laughs> um, so I want to speak to those people today who are afraid to get them, because here's the thing. If fear is if fear of uh, filling your diaries, stopping you from attracting clients, we need to get this sorted out. Uh, and everyone's journey is going to be a bit different. So just put that caveat in there now. But Here's what I want you to think about. Uh, if you have your pen and your journal with you, what I would suggest is maybe write down what would it mean to me to fill my diary? What would it mean to me to fill my diary? And, uh, you know, allow anything to come up. So if you're worried about, well, it will mean that I, you know, um, I'll get too many referrals dive more deeply, ask yourself, well, what would that mean if you got too many referrals and what's too many? And then you might say something like, well, you know, I won't be able to handle it or I won't be able to cope and take that deeper. So ask yourself, and what would that mean if I couldn't handle it or what would not handling it look like? I want you to really get to the root of the fear. And that's what I'm asking you to free write into your journal uh, without any judgment. And when you've come up with that idea, take it further by asking, and you know, what does that mean to me? Or why is that a bad thing? Or do you know what I mean? Just take it deeper and deeper and deeper because uh, it's only going to be by addressing the fear that we can release this block for you. And this is something that we do in Clients on Demand. There's a process that you use to overcome fear of not only attracting referrals, but of, you know, absolutely filling the diary. Now, I can speak to some of the uh, reasons why people get nervous about attracting referrals. And one of those is because they don't have the systems in place. So another question to ask yourself is, if I was going to be fully booked, what would I need to change? with my back-end systems, meaning, um, you know, what do I need to change in Halaxy or my diary or my availability or, you know, my session fees or think about all the different things we could practice. And I want you to just have a moment of reflection and think, what would I need to change in order to make it safe and comfortable 
and you know dare I say exciting for me to get those referrals and I bet you nine times out of ten it's going to be you need to update something to do with the structures the processes or the policies and I'll tell you why it's going to be because the feminine energy really 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 wants to help people but the masculine hasn't yet done its job and so the feminine's not feeling safe and so the feminine loves to be seen and loves to be heard because she wants to connect but she's probably stepping back and, and saying well I'll take a back seat for a minute while the masculine energy goes and sorts itself out but the masculine energy is saying well I don't actually know what to do and so I'm stuck and this is where we get this feeling of you know kind of inertia and we're stuck and we don't know what to do and then we don't want to uh, accept a referral because we don't have the stuff in place to support it so I want you to think about uh, you know what a fully booked diary looks like for you it's different for everyone for some people fully booked is 30 clients a week for some people it's 10 a week for some people it's three a week like I only see three counseling clients oh gosh I want to say a fortnight or maybe every three weeks I just keep my finger on the pulse of things because you know I love counseling um I was going to go off on a tangent and tell you about my <laughs> my counselling clients. So my counselling clients that I work with, um, my niche, I don't work with clients who are unwell. Like I don't work with clients who have anxiety or depression or stress or anything like that. Uh, usually the clients that I work with are, you know, for all intents and purposes, identifying as uh, well and they want to do things with their life. Um, they want to, you know, extend something, have a new experience, try something different. They want to reach for something. You know what I mean? They're not, I'm not treating any illness. I'm not treating any symptoms. Um, we're having counseling that's a little bit more existential, if you like. So anyway, and I, yeah, I only see a handful. Um, so for me, that's what fully booked looks like for counseling. For me, fully booked um, is different though for coaching and courses and mentoring and supervision and stuff like that. So have a think about what a fully booked diary looks like for you in terms of if you were sitting in front of the computer right now and you had your calendar open from Monday to Saturday, how many sessions are available and how many need to be filled and that's what fully booked will be for you so I want you to think you know um, about the client's journey think right from when the client first comes across you whether that's on social media or whether that's your website or whether it's your email list or google or however they're finding you um, think about how they're finding you and then imagine you are the client and put yourself in the position of taking the steps to make contact, taking the steps to book in and all of that sort of stuff. And I want you to imagine from the client's perspective what the journey is going to look like because that will inform you as to what needs to be in place to receive them. Make sense? So for example, um, you want to have, if I'm going to book in with you, first off, I need to 
be able to see what your availability is, right? So I'm going to want to look at a calendar or something like that, because let's be honest, that's the easiest way. I don't want to be exchanging emails ad nauseum over a period of four or five days with you to try and book a a chat or a a first session. I just want to be able to do it quick and easy without any fuss, because it's been hard enough for me to even get to this point of reaching out. And if I'm going to have to email you, you've lost me. I'm just going to go and find the next therapist that is available um, that I can book in with to see tomorrow or something like that. Because I think a lot of the time our clients, when they do book, not all, I know, I'm just swinging to the general here. I know there are always exceptions to the rule, but I think a lot of the time they probably needed help a week ago. <laughs> and so they're, they're really needing help and, and to connect with us quite quickly. Um, so yeah, I think if you don't have a way to capture those clients straight off the bat, you're losing them. Um, you know, people who have like the contact form that's just an email, um, they don't do as well as, well, usually they don't do as well as people who have a booking button on their website. And really, if you wanted to support your practice, you have two booking buttons if you're somebody who's doing, um, you know, inquiry calls, because I know a lot of you are, or discovery calls. Um, you would have a button here that says, you know, for new clients or for inquiries, book here, and that would take them to the availability for your inquiry appointments. And the other one would say existing clients book here. And then your existing clients can just go and book in their sessions, pay for them, blah, 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 blah. So you need to have that in place. You need to know that you've got all your forms in place. So essential forms, you can grab them in the private practice kit um, which is available at resources.brooklandstorm.com. So you can grab that, it's 47 Australian dollars. Um, make sure that you've got the uh, informed consent, confidentiality needs to be on the informed consent, da, 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 da. So make sure you've got your forms in place and pretty much that's it. I think, um, oh yeah, and your cancellation policy and a, a way to, well, you're payment platform, like if you're using Halaxy or Power Diary or um, Core Plus or something like that, Splose, it's got built-in payment um, processing capabilities. So you don't need extra software to do that. The beauty of those platforms is that they've got everything bundled into one. Um, Some people have a diary over here, then they use Stripe over there and PayPal over there and Acuity over there and da-da-da-da-da. They end up Um, paying more sometimes than the investment of working with an existing software platform. So you want to make sure that you have set the practice up to receive. Now, the next thing is to um, look at your diary and think, okay, if this is what fully booked is going to look like for me, how can I stop myself from booking over that capacity? So what process am I going to put in place to uh, support my well-being and stop this fear of mine of being flooded from happening? Now, there are a few different ways you can do that. Uh, One way is to build in a buffer between your appointments. Now, you can use your uh, CRM, so Halaxy or Power Diary or whoever you're using, you can use that and build a 15 minute or a half hour buffer between appointments. That's one thing you can do. The other thing that you can do is um, look at your processes 
such as would you like to have a waiting list and if so what would you really like that waiting list to look like is having a waiting list in alignment with your values for that one-to-one stuff so for me it's not I if I have a counseling client approach me um, and I don't have capacity for counseling which I don't at the moment I'll just refer them out to someone I won't have a wait list for counseling I do have wait lists for courses and programs though because they're not about mental health like no one's going to get worse um, in terms of their health if they have to wait a few weeks for one of my programs because my programs aren't for treatment my programs are for business anyway but have a think about your values if you want to have a uh, wait list look at what you want that wait list to look like make yourself a little process how does someone know they're on a wait list how are you going to look after them while they're on that wait list and keep them engaged so that when a place does become available uh, they can jump in and have that appointment Uh, and if you don't want to have a wait list look at a process that you're going to use to refer out okay so maybe you want to connect in the ACPPO or you want to connect in Counselors Connect Australia and you want to um, say hey everyone I um, need someone to see a client I don't have capacity uh, to work with them at the moment. They're wanting support with A, B and C. Please contact me, you know, reach out. Like that's why we've got these networking groups happening. Uh, And then once you've got your waitlist sorted out and you've got your buffers in your appointments, you should be okay from a masculine energy sort of structural point of view. I think once those things are taken care of, then the feminine is going to feel okay because the feminine is all about receiving. So she'll feel safe to start receiving because you're in control of your diary, not your diary being in control of you. However, if even with those upgrades in place, you're still feeling nervous and apprehensive about uh, getting fully booked, is a different approach that you can take, which might be a stepped approach. So maybe if you have capacity to see 20 and you sudden, and at the moment you've only got three or four and you're worried that you're going to go from three or four to 20, you can do a stepped approach and, you know, just gradually taper up to your 20. And you might say to yourself, well, over the next three months, I'd like to get to 20 and break that down, like just reverse engineer it and say, okay, so how many do I want to get to for next week? How many do I want to get to for the week after? And then we know that 20 is going to be the week after that, for example, or you could do it by months. It doesn't have to be by weeks, but creating a staged, stepped, tapering up process to your 20 um, can certainly feel more balanced than suddenly filling a diary going from nothing to, to 20. The other thing that I want to share with you too is if you've put all those things in place and you're still nervous about receiving clients, I want you really to go within and ask yourself, what is keeping the diary empty getting me off the hook from? Okay, because maybe there's going to be a secondary gain for you in terms of not filling the diary. So I don't know, just putting it out there, but maybe you're getting some kind of you know, hidden benefit or, or hidden reward or you're, you're able to avoid something by not filling the diary. So that could be going on for some of you. 
in which case, if you identify that there is something, that's awesome because it's that new awareness that's going to help you change it, number one. Number two, you can take it to supervision if it's a supervision type thing, you know, um, or you could take it to your private practice coach or your private practice mentor uh, for processing, you know, and get it sorted out. And if you don't have one and you'd like one, let me know because um you know, I may be able to recommend people who could be a great match for you, um, save you some hassle there of, um, you know, doing your own calls and wasting your own time and stuff like that. So there are ways through. The other thing what was I going to say, apart from the secondary gains of not filling the diary, yeah, I want you also to have a look at mindset because sometimes you might have all the structures in place. Like you might be listening to this podcast and going, yeah, well, I've got all the structures in place, Brooklyn, um, but I'm still resisting filling my diary. I know I should and I know I need to. I want you to have a think about what we're talking about at the start of today's podcast in terms of what's getting in the way because it could be a mindset thing like I just don't feel like I'm good enough. I just don't feel worthy enough. Um, Can I really help someone? Maybe I need to do another course. Maybe I need to do another qualification. Um, all, All that sort of stuff could be coming up. And if it is, that's okay. It's just an opportunity for you to get some support processing it. Sometimes it's really hard to do this inner work by ourselves, but it needs to be done. If you're sitting in that wounded masculine or that wounded feminine space, you can be sitting there for a very long time because you're not aware of your own blind spots. It takes sometimes having the opportunity to just say out loud even what's on your mind in order for you to be able to process it for yourself. (laughs) Um, And that happens even with uh, my own private practice clients that I work with. You know, sometimes they'll come to me and we'll have a conversation and um, it's just the process of them saying out loud everything that's on their mind. And they say, oh my gosh, why was I even saying that? Well, thank you. (laughs) I haven't done anything. They've just had that space. So allow yourself the opportunity to connect with someone so that you can say this out loud and see for yourself whether a it's legit and you do need to um, process it in which case you can with that person or you might just realize do you know what I don't even know where this came from and you can let it go Um, the value as I said of having a a outside person to listen to the stuff is that um, it an outside person can sometimes see things that you're not seeing. And when that's brought to your awareness, um, you know, you can be quite surprised by that sometimes. So, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was doing that. <laughs> so if you're nervous about filling your diary, you're going away today with some strategies that you can put in place that the masculine energy is going to love around, um, you know, setting up the processes, the steps, the foundations, the diary, all that sort of um, beautiful foundational structural stuff for the business. And you're going away with some tips to to support the wounded feminine who's withdrawing, she's hiding, despite wanting to fill a diary, she's hiding out of fear. You've got some steps to support you with that today as well. And if anything came up, as you know, do go and talk to your supervisor, your coach, your mentor about it. Uh, For those of you who are in Clients on Demand, if anything comes up for you about filling your diary, of course, jump into the group and I will help you with that. Uh, And yeah, if you're wanting 
to learn how to market your practice and deal with both the structural stuff and the mindset stuff, let me know because Clients on Demand is going to be opening in June for enrollments and we start the first week of July. So all the um, first week's content is released on the 1st of July. So it could be a great way for you to um, start getting the help that you need. Um, Plus it might also be a nice tax write-off for those of you who are looking for a last-minute deduction for the business. Um, But any Anyway, I will share more about that later on. Uh, I hope that this was a really, really, really helpful episode. Thank you so much for listening. And um, yeah, have a beautiful day. Good luck filling your diaries. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast today. If you're looking for clarity, if you need help with branding, your processes and bringing everything into alignment with your soul's purpose for your private practice, head to the show notes and click the link for more information about the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group. You are going to love it. I can't wait to see you in there. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.